Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty-bitty podcasts. Podcast. Merry Mini Monday, Chunkies. <laughs> How merry is that? It's the a Mini Monday, zero calories. Mm, full chunk. Drink it up. Full chunk, zero calories. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. I'm Jordan. Guys, on our very first episode of Mini Mondays, we introduced the world to Box Office Ball. Yes. And I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. We yeah. feel good about our teams. Um. That's something that we'll start checking in on yeah. more, except that none of our yeah, teams' no changes movies yet. have come out yeah. just yet. Carter, you have one coming out this weekend, right? Replicas yeah. comes mm-hmm. out. You're literally uh, going to rake in weekend. dozens of dollars. Dozens of dollars. It's got a it's got a cold, rotten review yeah. already. Yeah. Does it really? <laughs> I think but it's sitting at a 5.1 right now. It doesn't stop yeah. Keanu money often. I have a Anyways, theory about Keanu Reeves. Tell me. And that theory is that, uh, and I, I think it's true because I think a lot of people do this, but my theory is that Keanu takes anything to bankroll the things he actually cares about. That's that Nick Cage model. Uh, no, let's, okay. Nick let's does not, everything. Yeah, let's not draw that comparison. Nick because, says, ooh, this hoverboard was expensive. I better make another movie to help pay for that. <laughs> I think Keanu Finish Reeves, paying for that. Keanu Reeves is the scientist who goes and, like, teaches elementary school classrooms so that he can fund his big project. I think Nick Cage is the volatile chemical that the scientist has to just find the right thing to put him in. Hmm. That was great. Yeah. It's going to take me a while to meditate on that. I was off the cool. cuff. It was an amazing well, we'll In the episode now, then, I, I think have that's no, it. We're going to have, have no a cups, Wednesday so. episode <laughs> that unpacks all of Jordan's it says, analogies. Is, what did Jordan say Wednesday? <laughs> what did Jordan say Wednesday? Um, so box office ball is something we're going to check in on throughout the year sure because yep. that's the point yep. but we're going to introduce some new bits today are we All right. okay do know nothing about this new this is to play with. um every monday every mini monday i'd love to share famous stars that were born on this day okay okay this segment is called a star was born <laughs> what i've okay. decided to do i wanted to you know what two chunks tries to mix Sorry, things lady up. yaya lady yaya yaya yeah, um, yeah. We try and mix things mix things up a little bit, and I want to do something different. I don't just want to tell you who was born on this day. I want to give you clues. Oh. I want you to guess based off of my clues. George Clooney. Hmm. A star. A star was born. Colin Point Carter's Jordan. clues. No. Okay. I win. Um. I've got. I've got little little bits here. But January fourteenth on okay. this day. All right. A star was born. Ladies loved him as soon as he was born in nineteen sixty eight. You can still find him killing sharks on any given Sunday. Who is this? Who turned 50 today? (sighs) Ladies loved him as soon as he was born in 1968. You can still find him killing sharks on any given Sunday. Who do we got, guys? These are actors and actors. Only movie stuff. I mean, they could could have 
dove into other things. Did right? you come up with this? I'm writing. I wrote it. This hint? This is a yeah. good one. This is good. Yeah. He's also turning 51. It's a point of order. It's 2019. It is 2019. 2000. All my years are one off. 2019 years of our Lord. That's a thing that I do. That's a thing that I. Whoa! That's so weird. He's turning 51. Killing sharks on any given Sunday. Mm. I'm sticking with George Clooney. I'm just following my heart on this one. Okay, that's fine. See, I was thinking like, I'm trying to go like, and y'all haven't quite figured out my clue style. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, but this is this is like this is like when Steve just got blue. And he's yeah. still trying to know, like, what is What's, she leaving clues on? Clues Where am I going? What how is many they're going to be? Imagine yeah. that first night when yeah. Blue's like, <laughs> and Steve's like, what are you? What Did have she I cry done? all night long like other puppies? She's like, she's just like, so killing killing sharks any given Sunday. Killing sharks any given Sunday. Henry Winkler. No. Interesting. And your guess was George Clooney? Yep. I'm sticking with Also, no. I'm talking about LL Cool J. Let me what? break. No, listen Whoa. to me. Let me break it down. So he's been in movies. So Deep Blue Sea was his killing oh, shark movie. Okay. He played oh, a character man. called Preacher. Wait, guy. He was in Any Given Sunday okay. with Al Pacino. <laughs> but the biggest hint might have been Ladies Loved Him. Oh, so LL okay. Cool J yes. stands yeah. for Ladies Love yeah. Cool James. Hafty, yeah. Hafty, 50 first birthday. Hafty, 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 50 first birthday. Uh, I've got a couple more for you guys. I'm yeah. going to try and do three every time. Let's do it. Take me there. Uh, this foxy gentleman was born on this day in 1969, turning 50 today. A man of many professions, you may find him selling bananas in the mountains of Missouri. Okay, well, that one is Jason uh, Bateman. A ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Jason Bateman turns 50 today. Love me some Jason Bateman. Yes. Yeah. That'd be uh, a Arrested Development and an Ozark pool, right? Not that he looks old, but right? it feels like know. I've never lived in a world where he wasn't in his mid forties. Right. But this was one of the <laughs> this was one of the first times that I saw like a star's age and was like, that's about right. Interesting. I think it yeah. hit, hit the nose for me. I yeah. love um, Jason Bateman. Zootopia, one of his recent big hits. Yeah. Ozark is doing really well. Yeah. That was the Foxy Gentleman hint. And then of course selling the bananas. There's always money in the bananas. There's always money in the bananas. Uh, last but certainly not least, though he might not always come away with a win or his hand, this predator-punching legend has been fighting since 1948, turned 71 today. Though he might not always come away with a win or his hand, this predator-punching legend has been fighting since 1948, 71 years old. Danny Glover. Very close, but no. Doge? Is Carl Weathers in? My man, Carl yeah. Weathers. Okay. Happy yeah. 71st birthday. He lost his hand as Chubbs in Happy Gilmore. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Alligator bit his hand off. Wait, Danny why. Glover was in one of the Predators, wasn't he? He might have been, dude. I think he was in the second so. one. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I think he was in the second one. Um, And then he didn't always get the win. Funny thing about Carl Weathers, in some of his biggest stuff, he loses. Mm-hmm. Like Apollo Creed. Oh, yeah, but so good, though. But so good. He loses that, loses his hand, doesn't really make it on, on Happy Gilmore. Uh, and then in Predator, he does get chomped. But it's a cool chomping. It's Predator's a, one of my very cool favorite chomping. of that genre, kind of. It was the we first Predator movie I ever saw. Really? Yep. We should do a series, like a TNT afternoon series, where it's like all of, all of those. <laughs> Everything like, your dad would stop and exactly. watch in between mowing the lawn oh, and getting iced tea. Exactly 100%. that. 100%. I love that idea. Um <laughs> 
Another thing I want to introduce today. So one of our goals in life is to be Rotten Tomatoes critics. Yes. And yeah. For us to be able to do that, it helps for people to review our podcast. And sure. we're we're heading at a good trajectory. It's probably going to happen by the end of 2019. Yeah. Um, but something that happens too, I think when people hear the word critic, you can't help but think that these are like locked up in their libraries, <laughs> nose pushed like... In that ivory tower. Yeah, sure. dude. Yeah. Just like really critiquing, right? That's what a critic does. But a lot of times there's really good things that critics do. I think probably the first thing I look at on Rotten Tomatoes is what the critics say, and then I look at what the audience says. Yeah. yeah. Because these are people that, a lot of them, that might be a full-time job for them. Anyways, um, I'm calling this segment the Cranky Critic. Okay. What I want us to do is critique the Cranky Critic. Okay. Because there's also these movies that come out, and you're like, are you just doing this to make it not 100% <laughs> or not 99%? Our first review comes from a man who only goes by the name of Richard Brody. He thought that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was rotten. I will say Whoa. I have not seen this yet. I haven't either. Okay. What Whoa. I do know is that it won a Golden Globe. I have seen it, and, and it deserved that Golden Globe. And it's probably going to win the Oscar. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Best, best animated best picture anime. is like a lock for that film. And again, I'm fine too if there's a critic that says things along the lines of, uh, you know, good movie, but not for me or yeah. things like that. But yeah. wh like, what is the point of this? So are you ready? I feel like I have to read it in this yeah. snarky way. Here is his review. Just a, a snippet of it. The phantasmagorical power of CGI is amped up and dulled down in this animated extension of the Marvel franchise. While drawing graffiti in an underground tunnel, a Brooklyn middle schooler named Miles Morales is bitten by an exotic spider. Overall, he just says... This thing is over the top, and it's just not not worth watching. That's bizarre to me. It right? feels like he doesn't understand what the movie is. But who says phantasmagorical? Yeah, this guy is, is a critic for the New Yorker. Okay? okay, and so maybe this is the kind of people that read. I don't know, but he he's like one of the main editors for the the movie reviewing stuff, and so I kind of did a deep dive and and went looking, and so Green Book. Also a pretty yeah. decorated film at the Golden Globes. Oh, yeah. He thought that was rotten. Vigo. And he said, humor, and it's dot, 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 keeps the movie flowing weightlessly above the appalling bedrock of its ponderous assumptions. What? That's really annoying. I feel yeah. like I feel like reviewing movies, and it, it goes for us too, even at our like amateur level. Right. But like, I feel like it requires a certain level of audacity and pretension to even be like. I think we can all agree that like yeah. there's a certain within us a level of of being pretentious and a level of audaciousness where we go, yeah, I want to review this thing. But right. but I feel like the difference is a self awareness of understanding that it's like, yeah, I'm a little pretentious with my taste sometimes. I yes. get that about myself. Yes. Yeah, it's that fine, like the splitting hair of like disagree versus disapprove. You know what right. I mean? Like yeah. if somebody says, this is a great movie, I can disagree, but I'm not going to disapprove them for liking that movie. Right. Another 2018 release, eighth grade, oh, 99%. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Burnham smothers the story in sentiment, stereotypes, and good intentions. That is literally the point of that movie. Yeah. Rotten, 99%. Uh, how <laughs> about heck? another 2018 release? Incredibles 2. I haven't seen it. Not interested. Pretty it's, good. It's really good. I liked it. Yeah. 
94% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I, I should have said before. Green Book was 81% certified fresh, 99% eighth grade certified fresh, 94% certified fresh, Incredibles 2. It's a nostalgic vision of total power of a local minimum that echoes sickingly with the nostalgic pathologies of current day. Nowhere more than in Wynn's enthusiastic declaration of his plan to make superheroes legal again. Like, what is that? That's so over the top. You are yeah. only writing critiques for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. To look back and be like, mm, I did a good job. I'm 10 so for 10 smart. on that wordy usage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's it for? That's the good question here. Who yeah. is it for? Who's it for? Last but not least, 84% certified fresh Avengers Infinity War. Oh, step to me. <laughs> the insubstantiality of the film isn't due to the infinite yet flimsy malleability of CGI gimmicky, but instead to the dispersion of its drama throughout the many cinematic installations set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That's so annoying. He's done enough big words. Halfway through, I don't know what he's talking about. I do. So every year around the Oscars, I do a list. I rank every movie I saw in the year prior. It's just really just for me. It's just a fun thing to do. I like Mm -hmm. lists like that. But um, I don't remember the last time that a superhero movie broke my top five and rarely do they break my top 10. Right. Avengers Infinity War is in my top five from last year because to me, it was not just an awesome superhero. Like it was that good of a movie. Right. Yeah. And so I don't know. I just, I don't think this guy, I don't think this guy and I would get along. He feels like the kind of guy who's like, I just wish more movies were like 12 Angry Men. Yeah. Or Citizen Kane. He's like, that's when movies were good. Right. Man, that's not what they are anymore. Like Some the kid the, in middle school who's like, man, Def Leppard was the only good band. Yes. <laughs> he's so he's like a an expert on what he claims like three directors. One of them's Wes Anderson. And then the other two are just French directors of films yeah. only in French. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I love Wes Anderson, but but loving Wes Anderson often is a sign of pretension. <laughs> and right. I'm okay with it. But like, yeah. The ultimate win here though is that Mr. Brody's critique had nothing to do with the success of those films. Yeah. Um, sometimes there's those weird things that happen to where they were like, are these people implanted to make, because people will like, based off of reviews, go see a movie. Yeah. And so there's always like the fight between like, I don't know if it was like Sony and Marvel or Marvel and DC, but there was something where people were like saying, no, dude, they're just putting all these people a lot of, giving bad reviews to DC movies just so you don't go see yeah, it. Yeah, a, <laughs> a lot of Snyder heads were claiming but that. But they good. That's hilarious. Anyways, Justified. that's our cranky critic for the day. Man, that uh, makes me, I hate, that makes I hate me down cranky. Down this segment down. makes me very angry. Yeah, it makes me very angry too. Let's be a little happier. So just to create an aside and get past Mr. Brody, Ugh. who, again, this is also a, a plea to Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Rotten Tomatoes, please select us. We're going to be more thoughtful We've needed a, a villain for our show for a while, though. Is it Brody? I think <gasps> Mr. Brody is our villain. Oh, my gosh. I, I have love purpose that. again. I show. love that. We have a villain now. <laughs> show villain. So let's take a detour in a segment I'd like to call, What You Streaming? <laughs> you can imagine if, if like, my chin is like on my and your hands, hands are sticky from like candy sticky. and you left str- fingerprints like, like all over my face, face. i'm pretty wearing one of those beanies with the propeller on it <laughs> <laughs> so you even though we love movies we can't guarantee that we're watching a movie a week outside of what we're having to watch sure. for the podcast sure. but on what you stream and i'd like to know i mean specifically are you streaming something right now what are you interested in what are you googling what are you searching What's going on? Yeah. At this point in the year is usually when I try and consume as many Oscar movies as possible um, mm-hmm. so that I can be informed when the awards roll around. Same. Um, sure. I'm Not also, like Mr. Brody. Right. Um, yeah. I'm also re-watching season one of True Detective right now because 
True Detective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Still holds up. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, still holds up. Um, but about a week ago today, I watched a movie called Hereditary. Uh-huh. And it was a... Uh, Very scary, yeah? You know, here's the thing. Oh. It was. It, it was pretty scary. And the first three quarters of the movie, I was like, sold. It was drama heavy very oh, cool. intense like not yeah. for this movie is not for the faint no. of heart it the previews is, were aggressive it's the movie's <laughs> aggressive yeah. like it is not i don't say this lightly it does not shy away from anything so it's very intense yeah um the last quarter of the movie completely lost me oh i know i feel like that's a thing with those kind of horror thrillers yeah, like there's there's always too. that danger of like you have this one turn and it all falls apart if it had stayed about what it was about at the beginning, I think it could have ended really strong, but it, it it tried to go off the rails and ended up just careening off a cliff. Would you say it's like a 10 Cloverfield Lane situation where it's like you did the movie that you've been selling me this whole time is awesome and then there's this weird thing. Yeah, but with 10 Cloverfield Lane, it was short enough to where I can just pretend it didn't happen because yeah. it's only really the last 30 the last, seconds like, or so. Yeah. yeah. Um, with with this movie, it was about the last half hour that man, I was that's just a like, bummer. oh man, come that's on. What would the, you rate it out of five stars? Uh, Probably a three. The, the there are some pretty great performances that are saving it. I from think being horror lower. is having a resurgence right now. Absolutely, it of is like legitimate, doing very well. And Jordan Peele is at the head. I really sure think is. Get Out was a big part of that. Yeah, uh, and it it last year mm-hmm. was yeah. great. It was, um, and I think part two is going to be just as good. I've got okay. some some similar streaming right now, and a lot of it too is just researching. I wanted to see who won Golden Globes. Um, well, if we're going to say literal streaming, Gilmore Girls, I think that happens. Yeah. A handful of times every year, which I'm totally cool with, sure. because I think the script is fun. To just you don't have to justify your Gilmore love for yeah, me. Man. Okay, Fine. good, great. Um, as I was looking at this stuff, I kind of went on a, a, a deep dive with some young and younger actors and actresses that I feel like within the next three to five years will win Oscars. There's just something about sometimes you see these people and they've got that vibe. That's why DiCaprio was such an anomaly because it was like, why has it been so? Like, why is he not winning anything? Right. Unfortunately, yeah. he's competing against, you know, career-defining people every year. Yeah. Anyways, I thought of three. So my, my first one's Timothy Chalamet. And yeah. um, we did this thing that we're, we're cutting out of the podcast because the three of us were like, wait, no, did he win? Because he did, he did a really good job yeah. in Call Me By Your Name. And mm-hmm. he was in, uh, I think it's The Beautiful Boy or A Beautiful Boy, Beautiful Boy. with Steve yeah. Carell. Uh, he just yeah. ends up playing these really heavy... For such a young guy, but he yeah. he feels so super talented. He seems like a really genuine person. Uh, Shersha Ronan, I think, is going to win an Oscar. Sersha. Sersha Ronan, I think, is going to win an Oscar within 1, the next five years. Thousand. Oh yeah. Did you know that she's been nominated three times? Yeah. She's she amazing. was nominated for Atonement, Brooklyn, and Lady Bird. Atonement is an awesome movie. You know who's been nominated five times and hasn't won? That I'm almost certain within the next five years is going to win one. Tell me, Amy Adams. Amy, Amy Adams, Adams has never won anything. Has won. not won an Oscar. She got a nominee for Junebug, Doubt, The Fighter, The Master, and American Hustle. She's never won. I think she gets a bad rap because of a couple roles that she's taken. I mean, she yeah. is unbelievable. She's like, Arrival she is such is one a of my fa- favorite science I think fiction with the, movies of all. Arrival's time. potentially my number one movie. So good. I was just about to say that about Arrival. Yeah. But what you streaming, Doge? Uh, streaming the the wife and I are going through Handmaid's Tale right now. We both read the book over the summer it's and, and really loved it. It is it's, speaking of things that are heavy. It is heavy it's and intense. So heavy. The way you just said the wife, I, all I, you're like a youth pastor to me. Yeah, now. the you wife became a youth my pastor. smoking hot <laughs> wife in the back, and I yeah. are going through <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> uh, 
Wow. Yeah, it's so rough. Nice. I'm gonna it's, throw up through my pop It's rough. Uh, it is incredibly intense and graphic. So, yes. so unless you're ready to buckle in that seatbelt, I would say don't watch this one. Right. That, we had that to take, show is a lot. Yeah, we had really to take is. breaks. Chelsea and I went. We we're it's taken us forever to go through it. First seasons. So yeah, we're did, having to take it. Did in either like of you watch it week to week? No, it was torture. Uh, we we did watch it week to week for the new season. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then season three will be coming out this summer, right? Summer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're we're streaming right now. As far as movies go, uh, obviously watched a, a Twilight flick this week. Um, the last, I don't know. I think the the last movie that I watched before that that wasn't for the podcast was Christopher Robin, which is kind of a, a left field choice for me. My mom got me that for Christmas. Oh, and I think that movie is specifically designed to make me cry. Um, <laughs> is the song "Return to Pooh Corner" in that movie? It is not. And I think that's kind of a missed opportunity. That is that is one of my only dumps about that movie. But yeah. it's it's pretty good. If you are like me and you grew up on those stories and that's a huge part of your kind of literary foundation, yeah. definitely watch it because you will cry lots of tears. On a similar theme with like Oscar type stuff, it really is. It, it wasn't until like last year and maybe the year before with things like uh, Black Panther and Deadpool that this time of year had good movies to see. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so that we're starting to see maybe block summer will always be blockbuster time. Sure. But we're moving to like Captain Marvel will be in March, you know, things yeah. like that are happening. But I'll tell you, there's really only one movie that might be interesting to anybody this coming weekend. So in looking ahead to this weekend, glass comes out. We kind of yeah. have mentioned that with box office ball, um, some players, uh, McElvoy for Doge and then Samuel L. Jackson are in that. We're about to make yeah. some money. It's pronounced Macklemore. No. See. Macklemore. No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because that, that doesn't uh, matter this weekend. McAvoy, he's the one who does the like, I'm going to pop some tags. Oh, he's in that go. movie? Yeah. yeah. Was he also Professor X? Mm, nope. Who was that? What? <laughs> cool, cool, guys. So Glass comes out this weekend. Glass comes out this weekend. Um, I, oh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah is going to have to do a little bit more before I go see any of his movies in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested. Uh, I mean, just because McAvoy's on my team, I'm really interested in this. I have not seen, uh, what is it, Unbroken or Unbreakable. Split. Split is awesome. Split. Split's a cool movie. I kind of want to watch those. Cool. I haven't seen it. I, I kind of want to. Unbreakable's good. This is one of those things where it's like, yeah, another like kind of superhero-ish shared universe. I want to dip my toes in this and see what I like about it. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. To end our mini Monday, just real quick, I'd love us to sign off by giving our names and then one word descriptions of Mr. Brody. Try and make it fancy because he likes fancy words. Got it. <clears throat> I'm Jordan. Cantankerous. Ooh. I'm Doge. Curmudgeonly. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And I'm Carter, and I think I'm going to make one up because I think that would really make him mad. Yeah. Sorry, is this your word? Yeah. So it's no, lots of hyphens. It's happening. Right. It's happening. And then the last hyphen and then jerk turdimus. Oh. Wait, no, that's a real thing. He was a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Decimus Meridius Jerk Turdimus. <laughs> Critic of good movies. Yeah. 
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.